I'm Melanie Harper, and I welcome you to the You Matter to God podcast, where I introduce you to some of my pretty cool friends and family who open up about their journey of seeing God intricately involved in their lives. I know you'll definitely be encouraged. All right, we're here, Ms. Teresa. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. I want to, I'm excited that you're here, and I I want to just tell our guests that um, I had a little electrical problem going on with the storm, so I want to address the elephant in the room. If you hear the beeping of my fire alarm, uh, that's why. It's not a battery, uh, and I'm hoping that this sound system really plays itself out and does its job that I have, but we're going to, the show must go on, so I just wanted to address that in case you hear that. But I just want, I want to introduce Teresa. Teresa is a playwright director, actress, and founder of the minority-owned entertainment company, Teresa D. Ballard Productions, that delivers inspirational and thought-provoking films, theatrical performances, murder mysteries, etc. She yeah. founded the company in 2008 as a single mother working two jobs because she had a passion for writing, directing, producing, and uplifting others. Teresa writes scripts to evoke your emotion, your every emotion, and deliver life lessons and spiritual connectedness. She recently had a screening of her newly released indie film, Battlegrounds, which was also her directorial debut. Yes. Follow Battlegrounds, the movie, on Facebook and Instagram for release details. And we're going to talk a little bit more about her, her newly released movie as well as we jump into it. But um, but welcome, Teresa. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I just want to say, too, just a little bit of background for our listeners. I know that this podcast is all about my friends. And uh, I've known Teresa pretty much all of her life. Yes. <laughs> I think um, probably about three. We're, we grew up in Oak Cliff in Dallas, yes. Texas. Shout out to the cliff. Yes. And uh, I think I was about six or seven. <laughs> six or seven when we um, moved there. And so I've known her all her life and I'm just so proud of her and so inspired by her. And I just want her to share a a little bit about her journey. We've, we've heard about her, her achievements and her accomplishments, but I wanted her to talk about how God was intricately involved in her life. So Teresa, just jumping right in, thinking back over your life, when did you become acutely aware that you mattered to God? Talk about that. Moment. Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, when I was about, I want to say I may have been about seven years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I used to pray to God um, in my head mm-hmm. because I did not want the devil to hear what I was saying. You knew I, that at seven? I was like, okay, so I'm going to pray in private. And I remember praying and I remember in my heart, I could hear the voice of God saying, I want to hear your voice. Mm. And I think at that moment, I was like, oh, wow. That was like the first time I kind of had like a, I knew it was God speaking to me. So I started praying out loud from then on. But (laughs) that's when I was really, I mean, that's the first time and I'll never forget that I knew that I mattered to God and he was with me and he wanted to hear my voice. Wow. And so talk about how that realization of God wanting to hear your voice, how did you then begin? Because you're, you're, we both have it in common. We're both the youngest. You're the youngest of six. 
I'm the youngest of three. How did you begin to make your voice heard, not just to God, even in amongst your family and now using your voice to share your stories with the world? How did that influence that? I think, I think, you know, anytime you know that God is with you, it gives you confidence, right? Mm -hmm. Like to do, you know, he said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. And um, he's, he said, he'll never leave you or forsake you. So I think that, you know, just from years of praying and spending time with him, um, you know, and every time I've written a script from a play to, I mean, my little church plays at my dad's church, because mm-hmm. that's where it started, right? Uh, yeah. From the Well, actually it started, I wrote poems. I started writing poetry in high school mm-hmm. and I started writing poems for girls in beauty pageants and a couple of them were like winning. And I was wow. like, oh, and then I was in like Miss HSHP. <laughs> and I did my own poem and my poetry <laughs> reading, and I won. So I was like, "You oh, won!" Yeah, I won. I was in it too at Health Magnet. We're talking. That's what HSHP stands yeah. for. For those that don't know, but I didn't yes. win. I was third or second runner-up. So congratulations! <laughs> Thank you, Miss High School for Health Professions. <laughs> so yeah, so that's when I started really like falling in love with writing. But I've always like even in like uh, World Lit and. You know, my literature classes, I was always into like Oedipus Rex and all those, <laughs> you know, I was fascinated with that type of stuff. And I remember being in like the probably the fourth grade and they were playing Pygmalion, My Fair Lady. Mm-hmm. And all the other kids were so uninterested. And I was like literally sitting in front of the TV. Wow. wow. By, by My Fair Lady, right? <laughs> so um, just, you know, to fast forward all that and then, you know, knowing God. I've just had a relationship and, and it's not like um, I've always since I was little, I made a lot of mistakes in my life, but I always run back to God. Right. Yeah. And any t- before I do anything, I talk to him. So before every play, every uh, every script, I pray and I uh, go into meditation. Mm. And many times I can feel the anointing while I'm writing the script. Oh, wow. So um, that's why, you know. That what has made me very be very confident mm-hmm. in, in putting whatever I have out there. Because some people will say, you're not scared to like put it out there. I'm like, no, God gave it to me. You know, mm-hmm. some people will like it, some people won't, but that's what he gave me. <laughs> and you speak it regardless of how you do it in spite of the it's fear. No matter what, yeah. You kind of talked about a little bit, but I want to segue into my next question for you. Was there ever a moment in your life when you didn't feel God's presence or felt he was quiet or had turned away from you. Uh, You mentioned that, you know, that's the scripture that I use that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. So was there a time that you felt you didn't hear him or he was quiet? Oh yeah. You know, uh, sometimes, you know, sometimes I'll just, you know, I worship, I'm a worshiper. Mm -hmm. So I think I kind of like when I'm not hearing God, I just go into deep worship. You know, mm-hmm. it, he inhabits the praises of his people. Amen. So usually when I go into deep worship, even though maybe he's not like telling me anything, I can feel his presence. And that that is very sufficient for me. Um, but of course, you know, we know um, that we don't always he, he's not always like just audibly talking to us or, right. you know, but usually I'm gonna be honest, I will not write a script until I feel like an, uh, like an unction from the Holy Spirit. Wow. That's um, good. I've, I don't think I've ever, I've never written a script where I felt like I wasn't hearing from God. So mm-hmm. kind of like I'll go into worship and I'll pray and then I'll start writing and then he jumps right on in there. 
So that's kind of how I, I, I hate to say, like, that's how I get him to come. You know, because he's having <laughs> the praise of the people. If you go into real worship and, Amen, uh, yes. and praise, he's going to come, you know. He's going to come. It's just, now, I don't always hear, like, direction, but I, I know that the spirit of God is in me, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I'm led by my peace. So even right now, we're trying to we're trying to decide what avenue to go as far as putting the movie out. Mm -hmm. So uh, the director and I both had the same idea. And I was like, that's what I have peace with. So a lot of times it's not like God is saying, Teresa, do this. Mm -hmm. But because I know the spirit of God is in me, I'm led by my peace. Yeah, that's good. And that's I think a lot of our listeners, especially um, the listeners who are growing in the Lord and trying to decipher God's voice. That's something that yeah. I pointed out with Danita and David, um, my last podcast guest, that how do you recognize it? And you you said you recognize God's voice through your worship. Mm -hmm. And you know that there is an unction um, propelling you forward that is God's hand pushing you. And you don't move until you feel that or hear that or know that even in your worship. So, so I really like to point that out with our listeners that God will show himself in ways that he will reach you specifically. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so he knows and you know that that's the way for him to inspire you, to influence you and to propel you is while you're worshiping. Yes, absolutely. So when you, this isn't a segue, but this is one of the other questions that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay. Um, was there a time in your life where you left God's presence? And, and that happens to the best of us. You know, we're, we know that we're, we can never lose our salvation. You know, we're right. always saved, but we can lose fellowship and we can oh, lose um, walking with God. Um, was there a time and whatever you want to share and however much you want to share about it, was there ever a time when you left God's presence and what brought you back into his, per into his presence? Absolutely. Um, we were, I was just talking about this to a friend yesterday, um, you know, in college. Yeah, of course, <laughs> so, everybody. <laughs> college is everybody's story. Keep it real, right? I met my first husband. I met Rachel's dad. I fell in love. You know, he had blue, gray eyes, curly <laughs> hair. <laughs> and um, he... You know, I did well in school, but he soon became my second focus to my study. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I am a PK, right? So yeah. um, being a preacher's kid, you you, you already feel uh, condemned. Like you're like, I, you're trying to be perfect, mm -hmm. but you realize you can't. So I think I worked to be perfect all through high school and I did a good job. Like, <laughs> but then when I got to college, I was like, oh, forget it. I'm about to. <laughs> I am going to have a good time. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I'm just going to repent. I was repenting every Sunday. Right. But, um, so I think that um, at that time, I didn't pray as much. I didn't mm -hmm. worship as much because I had a lot of guilt and shame. Mm -hmm. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, because I was doing whatever my flesh desired with, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> with my future mm -hmm. husband, you know. So I did end up marrying him. But um, <laughs> so that would be the time. that, And I really didn't write. I didn't write any scripts in college. Um, mm. I actually didn't. I did the 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 poem the poem that I did for Miss HSHP. I ended up doing it at UNT at a at a big um, uh, Black History program, uh -huh. and I um, sang. That's when I used to sing. I did Mahalia Jackson. I did the poem, you know, 
uh, Troubles of the World soon. I, you know. Oh wow. But, um, I didn't write any original anything during college. Um, wow. It was that's 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 interesting. I didn't think about that. Um, because you weren't in his presence, a, huh? You weren't in his presence, but your gift was still there. Yeah, and if I did write some, it was just something I threw together for church. Like I might, they might have asked me to do a skit or something. It might have been mm -hmm. something based on something else, but it wasn't any real inspirational, um, deep stuff going on while I was. Um, mm -hmm. And it was funny, right? Because even though I was in sin, uh, <laughs> per se, <laughs> he was still with me. You know, I still would have prayed, and uh, mm -hmm. but I, it was my guilt, it was my condemnation that uh, kind of kept me away. And then I end up graduating, getting married, and mm -hmm. getting back on the right track. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just heard you say UNT. I'm like, did we go the path of everything together? Because that's my alma mater. You went to, I went to North Texas too. Well, I, I, love I love UNT. I had so much fun. <laughs> I know, me too. I, I had a little too much fun too in North Texas. Right. But, so, but you know, it's it's our it's our shortcomings that help us also recognize our need for God. Because, oh, you know, absolutely. we're both PKs as well. Yeah, and okay. and you, you said some things. You said perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And you said that you used your gift in church and you're a PK. And that combination, I think, really prepares us for speaking. It prepares us because if your dad was like mine, you were doing something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were using a gift. And if you didn't have it, you would get it. It was going to be created. <laughs> Developing it. Developing it. <laughs> And, you know, we get used to that, that perfectionism spotlight because I know I did because oftentimes we're the subject of the sermons, you yeah. know? And so when That's you're the true. subject of the sermons, you know that you're being, not necessarily watched, but you're being observed. Yes. And it's not yes. anything anybody does to us per se. Um, it's something maybe that we, we know that we have a great responsibility, but at the time we don't quite understand it, but we know that we're being watched because of it. And we carry that into college. We carry that. And I and I think a lot of PKs, because I'm a recovering perfectionist, you know? Mm -hmm. um, even with the, the beeping of the, the fire alarm thingy that uh <laughs> that I said, that this the old me would have never done this. Mm. I would have made sure, but you and I had it scheduled and I was determined because we determined to get it done because I'm learning do it ugly, you know, do it anyway. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. And, and I had to be taught that. So it. I'm proud of you for doing that. Because it, it helped us with our speaking and it helped us with being able to handle tasks that others might not feel comfortable doing. And plus, you know, with you and right. I being the youngest, oftentimes I'm sure you were just as I was, we were often pushed into the spotlight by our siblings. <laughs> Yeah, because I remember you as a little girl, us making you with our gymnastics club, being out in front and center doing the backhand springs. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I love it. Shows. But that was so fun. I it really that. was. That that <laughs> was really fun, and that prepared us too. You know, because I like yeah. to look at God's hand in different aspects of our lives and how we He was preparing us even when we didn't know He was preparing us. And even right. the gymnastics club and going throughout the neighborhood selling cookies and having people come to the show that your big sister Lisa put on and she's going to be a guest right. as well. Oh, wow. That prepared all of us for yes. um, our professions and things that we're doing and God's hand was in that. Absolutely. What can you say, Teresa, to someone listening 
who who may feel unseen or insignificant or maybe just confused about navigating their own journey, what can you say to them in encouraging them that they matter to God? Oh, God. Yeah, they do. You know, I think the first thing that comes to my mind is John 3, 16, right? Yeah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son and whosoever believeth on him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So just think about, you know, we're both moms to give your child, <laughs> sacrifice your child is a big deal, right? Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and also another scripture that, you know, he knows every hair on your head, you know. Wow, that's powerful. So, and, um, you know, my mom, we used to ask my mom, how much does God love us? And <laughs> she, she said, God told her to tell, her, tell us, he loves you more than your dad. And I, my daddy was like, he just knew oh, yeah. love, you know? Yeah. And we were like, oh, wow. So that's <laughs> what I would tell somebody. God loves you so much. Um, you know, he made you, you know, um, the scripture says, for he knows that we are only dust. Yeah. So, you know, and our righteousness is through Christ Jesus. It's not through us or through works or so just know that you're deeply loved and he, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So if, if you desire something, pray to him and talk to him. And, and uh, even if you don't hear him back immediately, yeah. you know, things will start happening. Doors will start opening. And, and um, you know, you know the, the Bible says, you know, in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct that path. So everything and an acknowledgement is not a big, long, deep prayer. It's like, OK, God, I'm, this is what I'm thinking. What do you think? You know, talk to him like mm -hmm. he's a friend mm -hmm. and you'll start seeing some changes. And start some things, seeing some things move and, and, and seeing some direction. But if he has put something already in your heart, my biggest advice is to just do it. Like, don't worry about, you know, what it's going to look like. Because you got to yeah. learn. You know, even my first play, now I can do a, a two-hour play with my eyes closed now. Right. But when I first started, I couldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? I just tried it. You got to get out there and learn. Mm -hmm. You know, like from this movie, Battlegrounds, I've never done a film. I learned so much, you know, that the difference in a stage play and a screenplay and, and, you know, um, just different things like a stage play. I can keep people's attention very easily <laughs> in a screenplay. You can't just have people sitting down talking for a long time because people yeah. are going to get them go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? So it's right, like right. different things that you learn and, um, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful growth thing. And you grow in the spirit, you grow in your craft. So that's what I would say. Just, you know, jump out there and take and, and, and know that God is with you. And I love that you said he knows the hairs, the number of hairs on our on head. Your head. Mm -hmm. And if he knows the number, because, you know, we have so much hair, you know, yeah. he knows some the of number. us do. Right. <laughs> That's true. So My dad he knows the number of hairs in his mustache. Right, 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 right. <laughs> he knows the number of hairs. And so if he knows us that intimately, right, trust him with where he wants to direct us and where he wants to direct you more specifically, the listener who's Absolutely. wondering about yeah. that. And 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 I want to, before we go, I do want to talk about your, your movie. And I want to talk about the things that are coming up. And I want you to share with our listeners how we can follow you. Because I want to ask you something about your movie and uh so go ahead and share that with us teresa and let our listeners know how we can follow you and keep up with what you're doing so the film is called battlegrounds um it's the the ultimate story of good versus evil for a young man who has to make choices right in life um it's a thriller 
So it, it is a thriller. <laughs> it is a much for mature audiences. It's a thriller. Um, um, there's a, a, a major God spiritual message in the film. Um, right now, the film, the release date is we're aiming for November 5th. On IMDb, it'll say October 31st, but we decided that people are going to be too concerned with Halloween. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do it like the week after Halloween. So we're aiming for November 5th. We will have a website where people can actually go and buy the movie or they can stream it from our website. But it will also be available on some of the um, very known networks. So all okay. that, you can find out all that, where to see it and all that on our Instagram and our Facebook right now is you know, Battlegrounds with a S, the movie. Um, that's the Facebook and Instagram. So you'll on Instagram put Battlegrounds, the movie. The movie is starring B. Simone. She's a, a huge um, influencer. Uh, she did a girl's trip. Um, also, uh, a couple of the stars from the Carter High movie. Um, uh, Lamar Strait, he also goes by Brandon Strait. So we got some pretty good actors we got a new rapper in there that plays uh, anthony johnson and he's an actor and a rapper but he's a new guy we have um denzel wells from tyler perry um uh some of his shows uh and from america's top model um so we got some good, good you know, lineup um, mm -hmm. huh you've got a good lineup got a very good lineup uh good storyline and i think it you know like i say it's for mature so i, yeah. I would say at least pg-13 so you know, not really for the kids, but for the yeah. older, the teenagers, absolutely. They, yeah. these teenagers are a little bit different than we were. They need to <laughs> they be. A little different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In that they are more aware of things that we weren't privy to because there's so much information. That's what we mean by different because there's so much information right. that they have access to and they're privy to a lot more. And, and I was blessed to be able to, to see Teresa's film when she had, had the premiere, the Dallas screening, yeah, the, the, yeah, the screening, and it was it was great. You all will be blessed. I'm so proud of her. It's a great Thank indie you. film, and um, please follow and just just watch for releases. Yeah. Um, so so real quick, Teresa, um, the difference between playwriting and and being a director, filmmaking, oh yeah, uh, and oh, filmmaking, wow. yeah, being a director uh, being of a, film. Oh, being a play what did God teach director? you about yourself in this process? Well, you know, I was, I'm, I'm, I'm a really tough, uh, stage director. Okay. Like I played no games, but mm -hmm. I have been doing that for 18 years. Right. So as the, for the film, I was the co-director. So okay. I kind of lay back and, you know, I was a little, I worked with, I wasn't as tough as I normally would be, but I think the next go around, I'm going to be a lot more meticulous and they, mm -hmm. where we may have done 10 takes, they'll probably do 30 takes when I'm the mm -hmm. actual you know, because I've seen a lot more and uh, I understand it a lot more. But the director was awesome. He was awesome. He's just a uh, a little bit more laid back than I am. <laughs> and what's the director's name? Uh, Azim Your co-director. Azim Latif. I'm the co-director. Okay. Uh, he, he was the director. Azim He's Latif. the director. Okay. Yeah. And I am, I, you know, I, of course, wrote the script. Okay. So I was the writer and the co-director. And Azim Latif is the director. Oh, and okay. um, so, but it, it's different. And um, being and like I told you, indie film, it's different than a you know a Hollywood film. I mean, uh, it's it's a very expensive process. So yeah. if the sound didn't right, you know, when when you have a big budget, you can just go redo it. If you didn't get the right takes with a big budget, you can just go you you know fly everybody back in and do it again. 
Well, mm -hmm. when your budget is uh, independent and tight and ultra low, you have to fix what you have. Mm -hmm. So I, I think I, I'm very pleased that we were able to literally, I believe you could hear everything in the movie. Like there were no like issues where it was like a bunch of crackling or you couldn't hear the mm -hmm. actors with the mm -hmm. sound came out pretty good. And, um, you could follow the storyline. So we, we, it was really a situation where we went in and had to fix everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, um, so that's the biggest thing. It's, it's, a, and now that I know the problems that could arise with indie films, I'll be way more proactive. Mm -hmm. Another thing about film, um, the, uh, the equipment and everything is improving every day. So everything is getting more state of the art. Like you, like you can, you can shoot a film from your iPhone theoretically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, you're just continuously learning. I'm, I'm in film class now. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Not, not, not literally right now, but right. I'm taking mm -hmm. a film class because everything is changing. The equipment is changing, and you have to know. You have to stay just abreast of everything. Theater is not like that. It's been yeah. the same pretty much since Shakespeare. The mm -hmm. <laughs> The biggest thing we have is now you can have like the uh, the LED screen, you know, behind the shows, and uh -huh. so it's it's not quite as as technical theater, but uh, um, as a direct theater is live too, so you have yeah. to be a little bit more tough because there's no retakes. There's no retakes. That's but right true. now, my heart is with the films. Mm -hmm. So you know, you may see a couple of uh, plays coming out in the next few years after the. Um, after the pandemic is pretty, you know, uh, you know, they we have a bigger rain on the pandemic. But right now, mm -hmm. I'm I'm focusing on, I'm working on my next script, and um, that's what I was about to ask you. Yeah, Has God I'm, already given you a vision for your next script? Yeah, actually, next two scripts I already have them. Wow, that's good. Um, so within um, probably 20, 2023, the beginning, the next film will be. Uh, we the will it may be coming out by twenty twenty three. The next film. So. Well, I've I've enjoyed watching your growth and everything that you've done. I'm looking forward to watching your growth in the film industry, and um and I know our listeners. I just wanted to please please support Teresa as she any endeavor she does. She has a great vision. Uh, she's a great artist, has a great mind, and she'll always Thanks. touch your heart and touch your spirit as well as your intellect. Um, so thank you so much, Teresa, for joining thank me and being you. my guest. I appreciate you talking with me. I'm sorry about the technical difficulties. Oh, it's we'll fine. We'll get out. And uh, have a good day. Thank you. Too. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. So do me a favor. Please download and share this podcast so others can be just as encouraged and uplifted as you are. See you next time. But until then, remember, be the light.